Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Camaro Dave and Commander Chris, coming to you from our Turn It, Don't Burn It studios here in Portland. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way nature intended. You can check it out online at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com and find a store near you that carries that wonderful beef product. Well, you know, 2020 was, if I wasn't on radio, I would use one adjective, but because I am on the radio, I'll use another one and say it was a really screwed up year. So, uh, but some good things did happen. KCBS, the Kansas City Barbecue Society, actually had some uh, championships and year-end stuff. And we're very fortunate today to talk to Russ Allen from uh, Red Bones Barbecue. He was the KCBS Backyard uh, Team of the Year for their chicken competition. And... Um, so we're going to talk to Russ here, and uh, we're going to have a couple more people from those finals in championships in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, competition barbecue is getting fired up again. I'll just put it that way. Russ, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Jeff. Good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, um, so let's kind of get started a little bit before we talk about your actual win there. How did you get your mitts into barbecue? No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I'm not like most everybody else, I guess. Just kind of been cooking all my life and grilling and smoking meats. And uh, I've got uh, twins that are 24, and my youngest boy is, is 20. So about, uh, well, 2018, I guess, 2017, they all kind of, the twins graduated in 15. So we've been all over the South playing basketball and baseball and football and been chasing kids. Sure. Around these, you know, around the ball fields and, and gymnasiums for since they was five years old. So, uh, the sporting kind of slowed down for them. And of course it slowed down for daddy also. And, uh, there's only so many, so many Saturdays you can, do lawn work, yard work, chores around the house. So I was like, uh, been watching, of course, you know, Pitmasters on TV. Sure. You know, 10, 12 years, however long they've been out now. And always enjoyed watching those shows. And we've got a, uh, here in Florence, Alabama, where I'm at in Florence here, they have a smoke on the water. They started in, uh, I believe their first contest was 2016. So, uh, uh, I started going down. A buddy of mine would invite me down on Saturday, so I'd just go down on Saturday and just kind of help him with whatever he needed. And I thought, man, this, you know, I just kind of liked the way everything went down and all the camaraderie between the teams and the family atmosphere and the of course of the cooking and sampling and uh, just just the whole aspect of, of vendors being around and, and 
the townsfolk walking through and visiting, everybody visiting and talking, and I'm, I really enjoyed it. So uh, I, I tell you what, I bet that was 2015, i say, because I decided right then, I said, well, I'm going to, I'd like to try this. And I went and bought a, a smoker uh, a guy had on the side of the road. They were new, but he was building them or something. So uh, a stick burner, offset stick burner. Sure. So I bought it. I bought it in 2015. I thought, well, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna, I wanna get good, halfway good before I just fly into it. So uh, I practiced and played and tried different recipes. And of course, you know, like everybody else, I bought every rub on the market at that time. Uh, <laughs> what I could, what I could get here locally, and what I could order, and of course, tried my own homemade stuff, and that didn't, that didn't go over too well in the competition world, <laughs> or mine, mine didn't anyway. But uh, I did. I practiced probably, well, I practiced till 2018 when this local contest here. And I say, and I mean, it's a good, back, it's strictly all backyard teams. And it's anywhere from uh, 48 to 55 teams usually. I mean, it's a pretty good comp, backyard sure. comp, from what I've seen from traveling around as far as the amount of teams. So. Uh, I did it in 2018, our very first competition. That was in April 2018 and, uh, finished like, uh, 12th, 12th or 13th overall and had 12th, 13th chicken rib and, and pork calls. They were all somewhere between 12 and 13, 14th, 15th place, somewhere along in there. So I felt really good about, <laughs> about our cook and, uh, you know, just like I said, just fell in love with the people and and uh, didn't realize that there was actually a barbecue circuit that you could follow in, in, in within the state of Alabama, the ABA, Alabama Barbecue Association. Sure. And uh, along with KCBS, just didn't realize how how big and involved it was, actually. And, the, you know, predetermined dates, months ahead of time where they're having these cooks and uh just fell in love with that one cook right there. Like I said, uh, uh, didn't hear our name called, but but felt like we had a good cook. Cause when I rolled in with my old hunting trailer with the smoker on the back and uh, tote boxes full of everything, and just you know just hanging <laughs> off of it, they got the calling us Beverly Hillbillies there. After a <laughs> little while, I didn't I didn't realize it, you know, <laughs> at the time, but. Uh, yeah, they, we were known as the Beverly Hillbillies, the chairs hanging off the side and tents hanging off the side. Uh, anyways, we went and uh, <laughs> cooked that contest in April, ended up cooking 15 more in a row. Wow. Uh, in Alabama, on, and, and like I said, found the uh, website for the ABA and the trail that they had and predetermined dates already set. And we just followed that trail and finished out the season with a total of 16 cooks. And uh, ended up getting uh, fifth place in the state of Alabama that year. Got you hooked, didn't it? Sir? I said it got you hooked, didn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, I tell you, like I said, that first cook, we didn't hear a name called, but the very second cook, uh, we went down in southern Mississippi, down in Meridian, and ended up uh, reserving that one and came home with uh, about $1,100. That really what set the nail in the <laughs> in it right there. We, we, we fell in love that first cook, but then that second cook, when you come home with a little money, 
man, you know, you, you talk, it's, it's the most, I thought turkey hunting was the most addictive thing I'd ever done, but it's, it's not. It's competition barbecue. And like I said, the family atmosphere and just, you know, these people sure. I didn't know four, four years ago, I talked to on a weekly basis, sometimes a daily basis, just checking on folks and where we're going next and da 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 da. And, getting signed up at, at comps down the road and telling the the comp the organizer at the comp hey on be beside Lila Q or Hello Squills or who you know, whoever, sweet cheese, just telling them, you know, these are my buddies, I'm gonna be beside them if we can and da 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 it's just uh it's really been a uh blessing to the, the folks we've met and uh the things that we've we've come across and the doors that's been open for us and it's just uh we just had a great time with it. You know, I think for us that <clears throat> just like anything, when you're getting started in, in a hobby or a vocation or anything, you know, you're a little unsure. You, you, you've seen something obviously that draws you to it, but you really haven't gotten involved yet. And once you stick your toe in that water, you get there and unlike it is on, on television, you know, made for TV is just that it's made for TV. But yeah. the, like you say, at the, at the competitions, there's a lot more camaraderie around, you know, people will help each other and they, they address oh, yeah. that some on television, but really that's more to be, you know, viewer friendly competition that, you know, these guys are kind of out for blood. And, I mean, I've right, been, I've right, been in a yeah. couple of those shows for, the discovery and, and it's not at all what it seems, but when you, the competitions I've been to and I've judged a few, not KCBS, but other ones, charity ones and stuff. And, and they're all, you know, Hey, you need a knife. You know, you, I got an extra rack oh, of ribs yeah. if you forgot one, you know, type thing. And, um, right. yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's part of the big draw for people. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it, you know, and I tell people, and it's just unreal. Uh, we've had people tell us, like, it, uh, you know, just say a after the contest that the awards, you know, we're all pulling for our buddies and we're hooping and hollering and standing up clapping. And when it's not our name called, but our, our buddy's name's called. Sure. And, uh, you know, we've had organizers like, man, y'all are just a unreal group of folks. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we was in so. We was so and so last weekend, and we're all going to somewhere else next weekend. You know, and we're just uh, it sounds like you run into ground. Everybody mentions it, but it truly is just another family. Yeah, and uh, like I said, we talk weekly or even daily sometimes, and uh, it's just a great atmosphere. Talking about the TV shows and stuff, you know, a lot of that stuff is uh, like you mentioned. It, it's like they want to create drama to try to draw in viewers mm -hmm. and uh when they don't really actually see behind the scenes of the the help that's offered if you forget something or need something or and uh but uh it's talking about our beginning year there 2018 i was fortunate enough on our last contest down in demopolis alabama we uh i ended up with about four reserves that year our first year never did get a grand but ended up with about four reserves, four third place. I mean, had a, a pretty exceptional year to be our first year. And uh, sure. Mike, Mike Smith, producer of Bama Q. I don't know if y'all have heard of that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, approached me at that last contest. and asked me what I'd like to be on the show. And I was like, golly, man, yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, I know there's some other guys more worthy of myself to, before you'd ask. And he's like, no, nah, we, we want you, you know. So I was like, yeah, we'll give it a try. So. Russ, we're going to take a break. <clears throat> we're going to take a break, folks. Okay. Excuse, excuse me for my uh, frog in my throat there. But we'll be back here on Barbecue Nation on the Sun Radio Networks right after this. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, it's really simple. Go to my website, which is barbecue nation, bbq nation, jt.com. There's a message thing there. You can send it to me. Or if you want to go over to the cowboy cook side, just go info at the cowboycook.com and you can uh, get us a message and we'll be like, um, really good with that. And I will get back to you or you can send us messages on Facebook or Twitter or what have you. Today we're talking with Russell Allen. Um, Russ was the uh, KCBS Backyard Team of the Year in the chicken competition. We're going to start talking some chicken here in a minute. And uh, he goes by Red Bones. How did you come up with that anyway, Red Bones? Well, uh, people people call me call me Red Bone and stuff nowadays, but uh, I'm a big old boy, but red used to be redheaded. I'm about tall now. <laughs> I'm with you, brother, all red, the way. <laughs> red 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 beard and but uh actually my uncle was a big burly man or kept a big red beard and a head full of red hair and that was his nickname was red bone and uh he passed away probably nine or ten years ago and he he was just like a father figure to me and and he loved to cook and uh when i started doing this i thought you know well that that'd be a big Sounds like a good barbecue name to me. And uh, so I just kind of did it in honor of, of my uncle, like I said. Just looked at him like a father figure, and he treated me like one of his sons. And uh, we just kind of took it and went with that. So uh just thought it kind of sounded like a cool barbecue team name anyway. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's a great name. And we were talking kind of off the air, and what I was saying to you there, this is more of a geography f- lesson folks where Russ lives down there in in Alabama you know he can zip over to Florida or Georgia or Mississippi or any of those um and it's not a two or three day drive out here on the west coast we don't have that many competitions and some of them are in southern california and that is a two to three day drive depending on what you're hauling so um you know i think that makes for one uh, a good a good area you run into some different teams i imagine down there some people that maybe don't cook anywhere but florida or mississippi or something but right, you yeah. still get to know people all across the region and i think that's a very cool thing yeah it is like you said it's uh actually where i live in the northwest corner of alabama i can be in mississippi in about 45 minutes 
Uh, I'm going to Tennessee line in about 15 minutes. Uh, Georgia about uh, I'm being I'm being Atlanta in about four and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, so you know it's it, you know and just you know south down to Florida I'm being I'm being Florida line in six hours. So sure. Oh, uh, I've you know we've met folks from from all over the southeast down here and uh, even as far away as Texas. Now the we have done quite a few of the SDA cooks. State because sure. station and and now them folks really do some traveling. Of course, they don't have to set up near as much as you do for a barbecue. <laughs> they, don't, they, do they don't have a lot of equipment. You're done. Yeah, they don't have That's a lot right. of equipment. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can, you know everything you need you can put in the trunk of a car or a, you know your truck bed. So, uh, but yeah, we we really met a lot of good folks uh, from all over the southeast down here. Well, that's part of it. You know, we were talking about that in the first segment when you're doing the made for TV stuff and, and all that it is. I, I worked in a different field many years ago for a long, long time. And I traveled to almost every state in the union to work uh, and overseas. And you would kind of make yeah. these folks, your friends, you know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get to New Hampshire every other week, trust me, or New York. But yeah. <laughs> over the years, I met a lot of people and, and we became friends and we would see each other once or twice a year. And it was a great thing. Yeah. And I think that's one of the that's one of the things that competition barbecue offers as a as an enticement to participate is you get to meet a lot of cool people. Oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And we have I mean, like I said, I said you before where I've got, uh, you know, made really, really good friends with you know, some guys out of West Virginia and Virginia that I talk to pretty regular. And like I said, you may not see each other, but once or twice a year at that one certain comp, but you just, you go and you pick up where you left off and you, you call in the head and telling the organizer, Hey, put me next door to Lim's meat varnish or, or town squad or whatever, you know, sure. wherever you're cooking at and try to get your buddies around close. And, uh, that's, that's one thing that we tried to do is include newer teams in our, uh, you know, we'll do a lot of times on Friday night, we'll throw together a potluck and somebody will bring a dish of this and somebody will bring a crock pot full of that and, you know, invite the newer guys in and just, you know, try to make them feel at home where there's, uh, you know, the competitiveness of us. So, you know, we want to help the newer teams and stuff, but we also want them to get involved in cooking where we got more teams at a comp. Yeah. Where the comp where the competition will do well for whatever uh, reason they're having the comp to raise funds for a high school or a, a, a charity or whatever they want it for, you know, where they can keep having that comp and it keep growing year to year to year. And uh, more teams that show up gives the promoters more reason to want to have the comp. So, well, and it uh, makes for nicer, nicer prizes and yeah. stuff too, for the oh, yeah. competitors. And that's, my, that's the thing. I've had a lot of folks, uh, say, well, what's that comp paying? I'm like, man, I don't even know. Do you see the trophies they give out last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll spend a $1,000, go win a $5 piece of wood with their name on it or, or whatever, and not even really, not even, you know, it don't come into factor what they pay because we're, it's just a hobby anyways. I'm not in it for the money, obviously, because I'd be in the hole if I was keeping up with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there. Uh, somebody said a couple of years ago on the show, <clears throat> Russ, that they said something like, yeah, I spent uh, $50,000 on a truck 
$45,000 on a cooker, $107,000 on a mo motorhome. And so far, I'm $500,000 in the hole, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And that's what, uh, you know, with this past year, COVID, we squeezed in, uh, I think, 13 comps. Like I said, that was traveling the traveling all over the place down here. And uh, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't cook. If I couldn't cook at least 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I was in, you know, based out where y'all are out there having to drive a day or two just to get somewhere, man, I'd go nuts. Uh, Russ and I are going to take a break. We're going to be back and talk some more about his team of, team of the year win in the backyard division for KCBS right after this on Barbecue Nation. Please stay with us. If you're enjoying GT and his show, come check out my podcast, Around the House with Eric G, where we talk home improvement and design right here where you catch this podcast. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Hey, welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, and today we're talking with Russell Allen. Uh, before we talk to Russ, I want to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Uh, beef the way nature intended and just like your grandpa used to raise that's painted hills natural beef check them out online find a store near you that carries that great product and the gunter wilhelms knives company um david malik is a friend and has supported me uh with some knives and things and i really like them i use them on television and it's a great product so check those out at gunterwilhelm.com and uh, don't forget, you can get these shows. If you don't hear them on the radio or you want to go back and listen to them again, you can go to any of the major platforms for your your iPhone, from Captivate, from SoundCloud, to iTunes, to Pandora, to all those. We're on there. Um, I don't personally do that because it, my head would fall off. But I've David handles that for me, and it's really good. All right, so let's get back and talk with Russ Allen here. So before we talk about chicken... How important is your team member Amy to you there? Amy Beck. She she's she's pretty important to me. She uh <laughs> she helps out a lot behind the scenes, you know, and uh keeping keeping my dishes clean for me and she makes build, builds all my boxes and uh keeps me on my timeline because I'll I'll get a little scatterbrained sometimes, get in a hurry or whatever, and she's there to calm me down, you know, and and keep me on track and just there for, you know, to help support and just keep me going where I need to be in, in the right direction, you know. So That's very important. That's very important. And you know what? I got to tell you something, Russ. We've never met in person. But when I looked at that picture of you and your team and, and there she was right there, I thought to myself, she keeps this show on the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she does, you know. And, uh <laughs> Keeps everything going the way it needs to be going, like I said. So, all right, let's talk some chicken yeah. here. What what makes your chicken different? And for those listening, and if you, this is the first time listening, in competition barbecue, there are subtleties that determine the winners. It's not a great big super secret thing, but it's usually subtleties and the way the cook is. So I'm going to let Russ take it from there and explain how he does his chicken. Now, he does ribs and, and, and brisket and all those other things, too, but he won the chicken competition. So I'm really curious 
What makes yours different, and how do you do it? Oh, well, Jeff, you know, I'm, and I, I've tried to tell, you know, I told folks it's, uh, I just use a, uh, a good, good brand of chicken hair from a local grocery store, Publix. Um, uh, what I would call a, you know, I, I call it more of a higher end, uh, grocery store. They've got a lot, a lot more things than, uh, than the Walmart or, uh, sure. a normal neighborhood grocery store would have, but I just use Publix chicken and, uh, I guess, you know, it's the biggest thing is I prepare it the same way every time. No matter what I what the score was the week before, I'll do it the same every time. Uh, same same rub, same process, same seasoning. And uh, but I guess one of the biggest things is getting a good quality chicken. Uh, I cook I cook legs. Uh, started out with thighs, and I got to playing around with some legs and uh, at one comp and cooked some and luckily i did because all my thighs were just garbage so ended up turning in the legs and and got a good call that day so i just kind of stayed with it and uh uh talked with some some of the pros that i run into and questioned about legs and things they give me some tips and some pointers and uh just been cooking legs ever since but one of the biggest things i would say just just consistency and and getting a good quality uh brand of chicken there well i gotta tell you russ here's my, my view is that absolutely you have to have a great a great product to start with and the quality of your of your proteins whatever it is in th- this case chickens from what i do like on tv and stuff i think it's easier to make a good looking chicken leg look spectacular than it is to make thighs look spectacular. And that's right. That's, that's just my opinion. And I'm glad you agree with me, but yeah. uh, uh, it really is. You can put, if you put a dozen, and, and I'm not talking about turning in a box for competition, but if you got people coming to your house and you can put a nice platter of chicken legs out there and they're all pretty even and they're proportionate and they're, they look good and they've got a, you know, they're nice and, and uh cooked and and shiny or and i say that kind of metaphorically but i will always get people that will come by and go man those look great a, a plate of thighs they go by and go oh chicken thighs <laughs> yeah. you know yeah well it's you know it's something that i i forget who said it a few years ago i seen it somewhere and heard talking about it but everything tastes better if it's got a handle on it yeah <laughs> 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 You know, I hadn't heard that one. That's good. Yeah, yeah. If it's got a handle on it, it tastes it tastes better. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree because well, and people have listened to the show for a long time know that uh, one of the things I do if if I'm throwing a big party, um, which with COVID we haven't, so I haven't done one for a while. But when yeah. I was doing some catering and stuff, I always had chicken legs for the kids at a backyard barbecue, you know, because oh, yeah. they, mm-hmm. you know, they love some of them, most all of them will eat ribs and some of them will eat some brisket, you know, whatever, but it's always handy to have the bird with the handle on it. Like you said, for kids to come yeah. by and grab a chicken leg and go off and play and do whatever they're doing. And that's, yeah. that's a trick I learned a long time ago and it's always worked out well for me. Yeah. I know it's something about the kids. They always go to the, the drumsticks first. Yeah. 
And, um, and I'm an um, old kid and I still do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yet one of the other biggest secrets you were talking about it at the onset of this segment here was, uh, you know, good quality sharp knife. And I've got a set of gunner wheel hounds and, and David's an absolute one of the greatest guys out there and got one of the best products out there also. Yep. Uh, good, good set of sharp knives. Gunner Wilhelm's got, got the best out there, I do believe. So, uh, you know, some good, good, good rubs and seasonings. And, uh, I've got a, uh, I use a University Q product as far as my seasonings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Quad. And, uh, some Hardens and some Tennessee Thunder. Uh, mixed in with it, and a little GPA sauce, which is a University of Q product. So, and, and I've told you know quite a few people that's basically all all it is to it, as far as my chicken taste and everything. You just you gotta, you know, you can tell everybody all your secrets and they're all your step by step timelines and everything, but they've still got to cook it. Yeah. Now, a couple of quick questions for you here, Russ. Do you buy your legs pre-cut or do you cut them? Oh, they're already pre-cut. Okay, good, and. Yeah. When, when you're when you look at your chicken, and you and you say, "Okay, that's ready to go." What are you looking for when you? And we're going to assume because you are who you are that the bird is cooked. Okay, um, so people at home, pay attention here. But when you're looking at the the skin and the and the crust and the if you will the crunch and all that, what exactly are you looking for with that? Oh, uh, you know, with legs, you know, I like to have, uh, it's, it's not as hard to me as on, uh, as far as thighs on your prep work, but right. chances are on a leg, you're going to get a good bite through because it's pretty well totally encased that leg, but, uh, uh, the skin, I guess. So sure. you're going to get a, you're going to get a good bite through for the most part, but, uh, you know, just to get, you know, get a good bite out of it, make sure it's still moist and juicy and uh like you said cook cook thoroughly so uh you know that's about it as far as yeah I'm looking yeah for. And, and uh you know i'm and that's where amy comes in play a lot of times a lot of times i'll box it and have it turned in and won't even try one yet <laughs> so yep. she's like you better try it <laughs> uh, you know and then and then a lot of times i'm at that point to where and I know a lot of other folks, you know, most everybody else is too, is once you've got it cooked and sauced and you're ready to box it and you try it, you know, there's not a whole lot left you can do but other than turn it in. Right. You're kind of committed you know, at that point. Want, yeah. You know, you may want to dust it with a little more salt if you think it needs that or whatever. But, uh, uh, and that's where I'm still, you know, I'm still in the learning, learning phase too is, uh, you know, if it's too peppery, what I need to do right quick, like to fix this because it's time to turn in. So. Oh, uh, you know, I just, I guess I was back to that repetitiveness and, and being consistent is I cook it, you know, cook it the same, uh, timeline, the same sauces, same rubs and just being consistent and, and, and cooking it and turning it in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now what I did do kind of, I'm kind of a, uh, out on a whim kind of guy. <laughs> I pulled a. I pulled a card out. Uh, I've cooked on this homemade stick burner uh, since 2015, and just right before we went to Kansas, the week well, the week of, on a Tuesday, 
I rode over to Georgia and picked up a red tech pellet cooker. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've been wanting one, but I guess the biggest reason was Kansas was such a long haul that uh, we weren't. I've got a, uh, I've got a, I've got a twenty-six foot uh, enclosed trailer now that I cook out of and sleep in. It's got a porch on it. Sure, so I've upgraded there, but uh, didn't want to haul it all the way out there. I was looking at a twelve, about a twelve-hour ride, so uh, I wanted something I could just put in the bed of the truck. So anyway, yeah. I went and picked up a pellet cooker, and I carried this pellet cooker out to uh, Kansas to cook the invitational with. So, uh, and it and it did just fine. It, it I never missed a beat. Uh, Actually, I thought it cooked better than my stick burner had been cooking. So, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with uh, Russell Allen, um, team of the year pit boss there for Red Bones Barbecue, uh, and they won the team of the year in the chicken award. Right after this. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the Sun Radio Networks. I'm JT, and today we're talking with Russell Allen. Uh, just won the team of the year for chicken at the backyard division at the KCBS, uh, invitationals back there. I guess it was November when it actually happened, uh, when they awarded all this stuff. Uh, also coming up in the second hour, Paul Kirk, we're revisiting an interview I did with Paul Kirk a few months back and, uh, that'll be fun. Um, and Russ is going to stick around for the after hours. If you listen to this on the, uh, podcast versions or the streaming versions. You'll be able to hear more Russell on that. Anyway, um, we were talking about, you know, pellet cookers and stick burners and all that. I, you know, I've got all of them at home, one version or another. Uh, and they're, they work out really well for me, but I can see where some people aren't comfortable with them. Um, just like anything, there's a bit of a learning curve when you use a pellet cooker. But it's once you get the hang of it, and which should only take a couple of cooks for you, uh, they're really pretty easy and um, just got to make sure you don't run out of pellets. Oh, yeah. And, and got a good steady power source. Yeah. Uh, so I know I'm, I'm new to the pellet cooker world, but I, to be honest with you, this rec tech cooks well for me these last two cooks that I used it. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know what else I could ask for. It put out a lot better color, color than my um, than my stick burner would normally put out. I was really impressed with that. But uh, yeah, like I said, the, if you got plenty of pellets and a and a steady a good steady power source, uh, you know you'd be in in good shape. Now I know a lot of folks don't trust the uh, the power that's being provided. Uh, at a comp sometimes sure. they'll bring their own generators you know they'll just run their own generator just to make sure nobody trips something out you know you yeah. microwave whatever trip 10 cook team trailers you know knock them out of power so they'll bring their own generators a lot of times and just run their pellet cooker stri- strictly off of that uh, oh it works great it works great russell what is your greatest um 
joy, so to speak, about about going to the competitions? Oh, uh, you know, there again, I guess. Uh, uh, like you know, like we said before, we sure don't do it for the money because we'd be way in the hole <laughs> if we were keeping up. But uh, don't even you know, just seeing tr- your friends and family. You know, you, your folks you took in and swap numbers with, and and just uh, talk to and and. The Friday nights, uh, potlucks, when we do a potluck on a Friday night, uh, they're really, really fun. And it's just, uh, you know, it's like a family reunion every weekend or every other weekend. Uh, you know, somebody brings something different or try this, try that. So it's uh, just the, the the fun and, the you know, everything. It's just, it's just un- it's unbeatable. I don't know where else you could have that much fun and lose that much money, you know. Well, the... <laughs> That's true. I mean, I guess you can do it in Vegas, but it's not the same there. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not the same. But um, you know, I think that your point is well taken in the fact that if you look at you talked in the very first segment about you raised your kids and you were chasing, you know, football and baseball and basketball and whatever as they were growing yeah. up, and you do that and. You know, sometimes I think the parents and those things, I did the same thing when our daughter was growing up and the parents mm-hmm. were uh, more competitive than the kids at times. Got Because I got kicked out of a basketball game one time for <laughs> girls, eighth grade girls <laughs> basketball game for telling the ref she was or he was um, not making the right calls. And I'm not even a basketball yeah. guy. I played basketball in school years ago, but uh you know, I knew a little bit, and uh, anyway, he yeah. he kind of told me to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that a time or two over the years. <laughs> yeah, but I I, yeah, th- uh... I think that it's it it is a competition, and it's a fun competition. And you know, you're serious about your cooking, but also you're serious about like you just spoke of again the camaraderie, the friends, and all that, and you cheer for your friends when they get a call you know even if you don't you're cheering for them but on the other hand and other sports especially when kids are involved uh, a lot of times you don't cheer for the other team you may stand up and make a make it look like you you're doing it but i'm not sure you really i'm not sure you really mean it you know you know and and as a parent that just comes natural you're gonna be uh, a little partial to yours and sure maybe a little jealous of some more and uh you know you may outwardly show you're cheering for the other kid but down deep you're thinking something else a lot of times you know <laughs> yeah and that, that's probably true in barbecue too you know <laughs> maybe but you, just can't, you can't you can't ever tell it if it is true you don't ever tell it No, you know, and the one thing that I've noticed over the years, and I've written about this and stuff, is that uh, a good social gathering around a good table of food can calm down a lot of issues with people. You know, and, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's got, you know, everybody has problems, and if you can get away, you know, for a weekend or two a month or whatever it may be, if you can just get away and get around other adults that uh, that you don't see on a daily basis, and like you say, food laying around, it you can't have nothing but a good time. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it's supposed to be. 
you know, forget everything at home, forget your bills. As long as you've got your comp, comp fee paid up, you're good to go. And your meatball, you're good to go, you know. And you yep. get about everything till Sunday night, I guess. Yeah, or maybe even <laughs> maybe even Tuesday morning, you know. You never know. Yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, uh, I say that a lot of times on Sunday if we stay overnight somewhere, and most time we do, uh, we'll stay till Sunday. And, uh, you know, they almost home. They're like, well, it's time to get back into the real world. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a harsh reality sometimes. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I really cherish those times when you were able to put all that stuff out of your mind for a yeah. few days, you know, even if it's just a couple of days and you're there, it kind of regenerates you. And sometimes, um, you know, I'm going to sound philosophical here, but it kind of inspires your faith a little bit in your fellow man. And I'm not being preachy here. I'm just saying when oh, you, yeah. when you can do that, I mean, cause you're going to go back on Monday and find out how many people really suck, but you know, it, oh, yeah. but yeah. that, that Thursday or Friday through Sunday afternoon is a great time, really. It is. And it's, it's you know, like I said, it's one of the most addicting things I've done. Uh, uh, the competition part of it is just uh, just a family, another family that, that uh, a lot of times you're closer to than you than your actual blood family. Russell will stick around and talk to me in just a minute. For those of you, uh, we thank you for listening this week. We'll be back next week with another edition of Barbecue Nation. Uh, you take care and uh, be nice out there, folks. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.